Previously, the group traveled the grove and came across a large garden area centered around a decidedly sickly tree. They clumsily made their way through the goblin gardeners and twig flights, only to come face to face with their quarry. Belloc warned them that there are times to fight and times to run away. They chose to fight. What could possibly go wrong? Find out now on If I Could Wish a Wish. That begins. Sakura. That's so that's essentially right as I peek around the corner as I'm walking, sauntering up, and I make eye contact or not eye contact, but I see him and two many fluttering down with a locket in her hands. And then you of course hear Drop up! Mm. Alright. Strike him from behind. Make a roll. Uh, do I get uh, who are you for flanking? Who are you attacking? He's not flanked. Well he's all right, so so uh, let me set the picture. So there's this tree, uh, and sort of a pathway comes down. What you see right now is uh, two humanoids standing on either side of the gate as it opens, and Belloc is up near the tree. Yeah. So he's a ways and back. And where is she? She's floating. I'm above. flying so. above him, close by. Yeah. Well, she's sort of she's sort of looking down at him. He's he's sort of been circling around the tree as he's been talking. She's just like over the gate. Yeah. Yeah, that way I could see him. So yeah, I, I mean, I guess then I just revamp him. Okay. No revamp him, yeah. Uh, no big deal. That's pretty far, I mean. Well, he has he has a range, believe yeah, me. Okay. Uh, an unbelievable range. Doesn't matter if I roll a two. two but <laughs> it's a six. That's not gonna hit. All right. It sputters out of your fingers. No, that's for that was perfect. That's for um yeah. initiative. 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 Yeah. Oh. So I rolled nineteen. So, so that's a shit. 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 Call. <laughs> oh, I, I didn't even. I didn't even want to fucking eldritch blast him. That sucks. I wanted to hex him like I did the last one. Next time. Next time. Wasted that hex. So currently, <laughs> Sakura is the only one standing in the doorway. Correct? Is everybody, is everybody else hiding? I'm at the pillar, kind of leaning in. I could see them. I I lumbered up to the doorway, but then I dropped down on all, all fours uh, for a moment, like trying to catch my breath and okay. spitting up blood and standing back up. Like, I'm, I mentioned myself. to those who are close to me. I have caldrums in the ground. Okay. And then uh, Quillan, and where are you currently? I'm approaching the gate, and I'm watching out for caldrums. Okay. <laughs> and. I can hear the voice booming. I can't see anything. I don't even see the humanoids by the gate. I must be at a different angle. Um, I've heard the exchange between Tumani and, and Belak, and I'm a little bit afraid because he said some right fights you should fight, some fights you should run from. So what kind of power does this man have? Who is Belak? Um, 
So Sakura snaps and says Dravab, and you see a crackling bolt of eldritch energy come through. And just as you do, you actually can all see uh, an elderly uh, man with a long white beard wearing purple robes uh, come out from behind the tree and just sort of turn as the, the energy arcs right past him and into the tree and you see some of the bark fly off of the tree and in almost a in almost a minute he's a or almost a second he's about 20 feet closer to the gate and he reaches his hand back and says Prakashno! and slaps his fingers together and a, rolls a thunder wave out into the uh into fight the me bitch <laughs> Throws the thunder wave out through the door. Yep. The gate. Yeah, it rolls past. Yeah, you guys think I'm bad? <laughs> oh, was man. it a shit roll or a good roll? Why are you laughing? Oh, man. Probably a good roll. Stop laughing. That, uh, okay. Um, <laughs> so as that happens, he slaps his hands together and a burst of energy emits out and then it sort of just peters out before it hits the gate. Oh, nice. So, uh, that's all. so that was a bad that was a bad roll is what you're right. saying. He sort of shakes his hands off. Like he's rusty. Yeah, he sort of cra- cracks his hands. <laughs> Guys, nuts. I'm letting you know right now I'm doing thunder clapping. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> when, so he does that, like I I do my dravab and it misses him, he does that and he says we're both like, I'm like oh, oh, I'll show you with thunder clapping. Warming up our hands and shit. And it actually is Tumani's turn. I was like, wait, um, wait, I was nine, my turn? I was nineteen. No, you're ten. She okay. got 20. Oh, she okay. got 20 as well? Yeah. Okay. I got, uh, okay. Belloc and her both had 20. He rolled a nat 20 with 22. So there's a lot of I higher rolls. I have a natural 20. Okay. 18 plus 2. Okay. This is my last spell slot. So everyone's ready for it. I'm going to be like, oh, you know what? Let me show you how that's supposed to be done. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Spitting on her hands. With that demon spit. Nat 20? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Roll your damage twice then. Alright, hold on. I actually get to roll it four Ludwig times. shouts out, Do you have performance issue? <laughs> the two, 2d8 uh, twice. So 48. Okay. 8. Okay. Okay. 4. 12. We're gonna count out with her. 4. 16. And one. <laughs> right, 17. Yeah. Right. And then he gets knocked back 10 feet. Right. If, well, we have to do spell. We have to do saves here real quick. Because he's not the only one in, in, in okay. room or in way of that. Do druids recognize other druids? Is that a thing? Only if they look druidish. They're, you, <laughs> you could be from different circles, really. Yes, DC 12. Alright, well, they all pass spell saves, so that means they take half damage. And they don't get knocked, then. And they don't get knocked. So you had 17, right? Mm-hmm. Round up yeah. for damage, I believe. So, uh, so nine. Nine points of damage. So as, uh, as that happens and they all get pushed back, you hear a crackling uh, sound from within, and you see there, there are, uh, as you're sort of still flying over, you can see that there are pots with additional... Um, twigs in them. Okay. One of them crackles and, and screams out and uh, barrels down the, the down the way, uh, bypassing the caltrops. And uh, can I scream to them to look out? Sure. Uh, I scream to my compatriots where this thing's coming um, from. As a bon- as a bonus action out of turn, can I activate my rage as as something's rushing towards me? Okay. 
Can sure. I? Okay. Yeah. Then I do that. I you hear um, Ludwig go, and he he like sets his weapon down in front of him into the ground and watches as whatever is rushing at him rushes out. Okay. Uh, two is Sakura. So um, it's it's running at Sakura. It's got its uh, its long pointed uh, ten uh, or uh, thorn like uh, appendage is coming up and down. As it rushes past you, if you want, you can do an attack of opportunity, Rook. Um, um, well, I was going to notch a fire arrow, and um, yeah, I guess I'll shoot that thing. I was going to shoot the brambles between the tree and the, the bad guys. Okay. To try to do a fire barrier. This doesn't count as your turn. It's an attack of opportunity. Okay, it's out so of I have attack. three fire arrows. Yeah. All right, so as he runs by, I, I go ahead and... Knock one out. Um, Shoot an arrow. Plus dex for plus dex or whatever your weapon is. It's nineteen. Okay, that's gonna hit. Go ahead and roll damage. My short bow is a one d six. Three, so six. Okay. Um. So the thing bursts through the 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 proscenium of the gate. And rears back with its its long uh, needle-like appendages, and is going to come down on Sakura to try and drain it, drain her. And uh, all of a sudden, Rook loses an arrow from his bow, and it impacts the side of a, a nice uh, bundle of the dried twigs that this creature is made of, and it just instantly sets a flame. And you hear it starts screaming and wailing as it flounders around and falls to the ground and begins to burn. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> that uh, is now Rook's turn. All right. So I'm gonna sure. I'm gonna notch another fire arrow, and I notice that there's a large amount of brambles between the casters in the front and Balak in the back where the tree is. I'm gonna try to ignite those to create a barrier. So I sorry. What are you? I'm gonna try to ignite the brambles around the tree. Okay. So I'm gonna shoot a, an arrow into a patch of brambles. Okay. I'm not aiming for the casters. I'm just trying okay. to light. Make a roll. To obscure Balok's view of us. So it's 10. And then you said... What? Dex. Plus dex. Okay. So 13. Okay. So you lop, you lop an arrow out towards the brambles. Um, it does land among the brambles. Nothing's caught huge fire yet, but it does land among the brambles. Okay. All right. Um, and then I'm going to move back behind the wall. Okay. Back around. So I'm out of view and I don't want to get hit by anything. Cool. Good call. <laughs> um, that makes it, I believe, Ludwig's turn. Uh, six, Ludwig, 16? Okay. Uh, what do I see at this point? Uh, I know there were the two uh, in front of us that uh, I think are the kids, right? The, or the teenagers. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're, yeah, they're, yeah, they're, they're, they're adults. Yeah. Uh, they have gray bark-like skin. Uh, one of them's wearing what looks to be like um, heavy armor, mm -hmm. and the other one's wearing a robe, a very elegant robe. I see. And then you can see Balok behind them, who's still sort of reeling from the thunder wave, and uh, two other twig blights sort of uh, coming up beside him. Okay. Um, from where I'm at, can I make it to Belloc or no? If I were to run. Let's see. He moved about 15 feet up. Yeah, you could make it to him. All right, then... Run past the other casters in front. 
I mean, it's, is he? It's, it's, it's Ludwig. It's Ludwig. I'm thinking about what he would do, not necessarily what's the smartest thing to do. Oh, I am. Uh, yeah, L Ludwig's gonna spit up a little bit more blood, pull his sword out of the ground as he sees um, combat begin amongst his friends. He sees the arrow fly past him and, and slam into a creature lighting it ablaze. And then he sees uh, Belloc standing underneath the tree and he closes his eyes and grips his sword for a moment and uh, rushes forward. Okay. Towards Belloc. And you're getting two attacks of opportunities against you here. Uh, yeah, that's going to hit 20. Yeah, that'll hit. Okay. Oh, man. You're rolling I'm a 20? so sorry, buddy. Jeez, dude. Mm -hmm. I'm so sorry. Like I said. Jeremy. Um, Do you not love us anymore? I have, to roll. Nice I have to roll for the other person here real quick. Do you want this game to end? And I need a level one spell. Um, so, two things happen here. Uh, one, I think this is actually going to miss you. Can you make a dex saving throw with disadvantage? Sure. <coughs> uh, 13. Oh, wow. Okay. So, um, as you rush past, uh, one, the female, sort of completely dead-eyed, no emotion in her face, raises a hand and and opens her mouth but you can't really make out any words coming out it just sort of sounds eerie and 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 broken uh but a uh ray of frost is cast from her hand and sort of pans over you but you just feel a chill you don't feel it hurt you at <coughs> uh however <coughs> as that happens a um i have to just double check what kind of instrument this is um Um, I believe it's a sword. Out of character, guys, I really think that we should avoid trying to kill the armored things because I think they're being controlled by Belloc, and maybe if we kill Belloc, they'll regain themselves. That's kind of my hope. Yeah. So because Ludwig just didn't realize even that they, they were affected, he figured yeah. that they were just prisoners, so that's yeah. why he was rushing past them. So my kind of goal is to try and kill Belloc first. Okay, so that makes that okay. So <coughs> real quick here. Um, Sorry, I'm sorry. It's There's a lot of math I'm doing right now, and it may have a detrimental effect. Um, um, you, I think. <laughs> you'd like that, wouldn't you? Yeah, I would like that. It's 1d8 slashing. Uh, I'm going to say he's only using one hand, so yeah, it's not versatile. So, d8. Fuck me, man. Alright, here's what happens. As you, as the ray of frost passes over you, you are reeling back your sword to take a swipe at Belloc, and you feel something impact your sword. And you look back and you see the armored male, his sword shining in the light of the of the room, impacts your sword, and then you see a crack form in your sword. No! And it creeps up, it creeps up, until the sword shatters. Okay. Um, oh no! Ludwig is uh, <coughs> kind of paused for a moment as he watches as his uh, blade completely decomposes and shatters, and he's got the the hilt. Wait, doesn't he have another long sword? And on he <laughs> oh, I and uh, he he drops the 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 hilt and it clatters to the ground. This hilt that's like massive, and 
and uh, he pulls out the two-handed sword of uh, giant slaying and uh, kind of wields it about, and he's like, the training wheels are off. <laughs> and now he's going he's, to he's gonna turn around because that really pissed him off. He's going to swing at the guy because that's what Ludwig yeah, would do. Yeah, exactly okay. what roll twice thankfully <laughs> that was a one so yeah, yeah. uh so this is gonna be um uh 20 to hit yeah that'll hit okay so that's gonna be that's gonna be 18 damage okay uh, Bradford dies. he already has nine Wham. <laughs> yeah uh you you knock him and you see uh, it impact his his skin, and you see the plate mail sort of bend underneath the weight of the long sword that you're using, and uh, you just sort of see the the bark of his skin crack, and where you would see flesh and blood, you just see more bark and bark all the way through as his head sort of comes off and topples to the ground. His body uh, just sort of stands there frozen. I finish with a kick to pull my blade off. You finish him with a kick, sending him sending his body. Uh, still frozen in a, in a standing position, uh, just topples back over and falls to the ground. And then Ludwig says, "They aren't hostage, enemy." The other, uh, <coughs> the other barkskin uh, humanoid raises her hand at, back at you again after seeing her companion you know, go down. Uh, again, no emotion in her face. She just raises her hand again, and you hear, you see her mouth's lip uh, a word, but again, no sound comes out. And I need you to make a um, spell save. It is uh, intelligence spell save. Okay, intelligence. Uh, I got a 16. Okay. Uh, she raises her hand and, and as no words come out, but you start to feel the, uh, the strong urge to lay your head down, pass over you. And you just feel super tired and the world starts to spin around you as you begin to fall asleep. Ludwig. <laughs> Do we hear this? Oh yeah, he's doing this right in front of you. He just can literally just, fell down the Can ground. I just scream, Ludwig, wake up, you asshole. Wake, wake him up with a thunderclap. It's a magical sleep. Uh, he's got thanks. Quillon, and it is now your turn. It's now my turn. I have an enchantment command speak with one word to someone I can see within range I can see the bark faced blonde it's the blonde woman too mm -hmm. right it's the same she has blonde hair yeah right okay um, so um, I don't really understand all of the things that happen when this my one word I speak directly to her is desist okay what's the spell you're casting it's command a word command okay Okay. And it's a DC 13. So it goes off. Um, so yeah, uh, as you say that, she, uh, her hand's still up from putting him to sleep, and her hand just drops, and she just returns to, to staring at the wall. Okay. She's the life of the party. It ends its turn. Okay. That means here. You still have movement. Okay. Either closer or take cover. So I have movement, but not an action. Yep. Okay. Um, I'm going to go ahead and move towards the tree. Okay. And? Belloc. And... Belloc. Okay. Um, you, she would get a uh, attack of opportunity, but she has stopped fighting. So um, that so you move towards the tree and towards Belloc. 
uh, another uh, twig blight, uh, actually two twig blights come out and uh, attempt to attack people. I'm going to say one of them goes for the sleeping guy on the ground. And no! the other one starts climbing up the wall towards where Tumani is flying. Pretty far from the wall. Oh, yeah. it, I, I don't think it's going to make it to you this turn. I'm just going to light it on uh, there and be like, I killed your babies, bitch! What's your AC? Uh, 14. Okay. That is not going to hit. So it sort of comes down on either side of you and, and takes sort of a threatening pose towards either anybody. It's sort of like it's guarding you like food. Um, the other one begins to climb up. It actually gets to the top of the 20-foot high wall. You're floating a little bit higher than that, and it's it's sort of bringing its appendages up. Kind and, of and Yeah, <laughs> trying, trying to swipe at you in the air. Um, that is the end of combat. So we're going to go to the top of the round, which is Sakra. Sakra Najis. So Sakra, just like Tumani was like, let me show you how it's done. She's like, I fucking missed that first time. I'm not going to miss again. So we're going to hex. Dravab. Dravab. We're going to Dravab. We're going to hex. I can I can make contact with him. Is he within ninety feet of me? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so sorry. What are you doing for the listeners? I'm he- hexing. I am currently hexing the uh, the bastard Balak. Balak. Okay. And what do you say as you cast a spell? Uh, I have that written down here. My hex is my beautiful new spell I achieved at level two. My awesome level two, and um, lifting her quarterstaff into the air, radiating the light from her crystal atop the staff. She says, See, she cockwoops. And illuminating the crystal, pointing it at Balak, it shines a deathly shimmer, and uh, a mist goes over him, in into his eyes and ears and mouth and nose. Uh, he has a disability on any... Um, he has a uh, disadvantage to I resist. I do an extra d6 necrotic damage on any attack I make on him, and then uh, he has a disadvantage on any attack that I use on a specific a attack s- I use. A on spell, on a saving throw. Yeah. Blocks. Okay. Yeah. okay, cool. Alright, so that is Sakura's turn. Are you moving at all? Are you standing planted? Actually, you know what? It's not on Eldritch Blast. Uh, it, it's going to be on my poison hand. My, my, my poison Okay. Just, just for fun while, while I'm waiting. All right, so you're, you're adding on Poison Blast. Okay. And I'll take cover for my movement. Take cover, okay. That makes it uh, Baylock's turn. <laughs> you mean Balsack's turn? Bollocker? Bollock's turn. Yes, Bollock. Bailouter. Oh, that's a good one. I mean, you're also sort of kind of in a in a cone. He's going to try and, since you're, since you're challenging him, he's going to rub his hands together and try another Thunder Wave at you. All right, so I need uh, everybody standing in the area to make a uh, dexterity saving throw, please. Sorry, it's a constitution saving throw. Do I get an advantage since I took cover? And he's he's shooting away from me, so I I'll say I'll, it doesn't say it goes around corners. It's just a cube, so I'm gonna say that it doesn't affect the two of you okay. because you're covered behind it. It would be uh, it would be Quillanin uh, and Ludwig. I have fourteen. What was this, uh, Constitution? Yes. Uh, 18. Wow. 
14, so Quillan, and you're gonna take 14 thunder damage. Uh, Ludwig, you take seven damage of lightning damage. Okay, that drops, that drops me to zero health. Well, I guess you probably shouldn't have even yeah, rolled a, a save because he's asleep. Yeah, he's asleep. Okay, so you're knocked out now. Right. So now you're really asleep. Um, and Balak takes a step back uh, behind, uh, or back towards the tree as he sees Quilan uh, advancing on him. Uh, actually, Quilan, you get pushed back 10 feet as he does that. So okay. you're actually further away from him, but he starts moving back towards the tree and sort of keeping con to eye contact with you. That makes, that makes it uh, to Mamie's turn once again. Yeah. Um, where is he moving? I can see him. He's but. moving just backwards towards the tree. Um, okay. I'm gonna, I'm not that far from him, so I'm gonna shillelagh. Shillelagh! And, um, yeah, I'm gonna fly towards him, trying to hit him with the sh Can I do two things at once? That's probably not how this works. Is, does a cantrip count as a bonus action? Not unless it says it's a bonus action. So Which know. one? Druidcraft. I you think that's an action. I think you're probably right. Yeah, it is. Okay. Never mind. My shillelagh is a bonus action, so. Um, I'm gonna go try to get, uh, I, I, like, right here in his face. Okay. And, uh, shillelagh his ass right in the head. Okay, you do that. Go ahead. <sighs> okay. Make a roll. Listen, Di, you and I have been friends for a while now. You were my first born. <laughs> <laughs> I need you to roll me like a twenty or something. <laughs> Only if you take it out to dinner. No. Okay, maybe. Maybe some Taco Bell. I got eighteen. Does that count? Okay, plus your spell casting modifier, right? Oh. Yeah, because it's a, an attack, right? Yeah. Because hold on, wait. There's I'm very good in as magical damage. Yeah, as magical damage. Hold on, entangle. I always like have the it on the last page that I need. Oh, and then I get plus three for bludgeoning because I for the actual club itself. Okay, so. So 18, 19, 20, 21, and then plus four. Okay. So 25. That that's gonna hit. So yeah. Okay, she's gonna hit. Roll your damage. It's just 2d8, right? Yes, and then I get, and then it's plus, plus. three bludgeoning. Okay. Yeah. Plus three for the club, and then plus three bludgeoning. Twelve. Twelve. Seven five. Okay. Uh, you bring your shillelagh down and smack him uh, square in the chest. Not in the head. Bummer. Just want to break his sternum a little. Bit. Okay. He reels back. Uh, he looks. He looks pretty beaten up at this point. Yeah. Um, but doesn't show any signs of relenting. I kind of look at him and be like, brother, dead or alive. Okay. <laughs> uh, that would make it... Uh, okay, actually. So, um, as this is, is happening, Sakura, you're sort, sort of powering up for your next attack. Rook, you see some movement from behind you in the grove as, uh, as two... Um, two more twig blights pop out of their, their roots and start moving towards you. Uh, one of them is going to attack Sokra. Yep, that's going to hit. 19. Yes? Yeah. Uh, I get a plus three to hit two. Alright, so 1d4. So three piercing damage to you. 
as you feel a, a needle uh, impact the back of your scales and start draining some of your life essence out of you. Um, so that is his turn. I need someone to come hit Rook. That makes it your turn then. Right now. I was going to oh. shoot that last fire arrow at the tree, shoot but the now fire i got to save you. I, no, I, I'm totally fine. Yeah, come hit fucking Belloc because Soccer he is to be active. You can always <coughs> shoot an arrow into the tree after combat. Yeah. Trees last. I don't know. They're guarding the um, tree. Yeah, the tree is a source of evil, and I believe that probably is what's controlling everything. So I'm going to notch an arrow and fire that last fire arrow into that tree. Okay. Um, right, right into the foliage. Oh my god. <laughs> Okay. Um, as you as you uh, pull the arrow back, uh, it, it actually clips the edge of the gateway and snaps the arrow before it even makes it past the gateway. It's still on fire. Where does it land? Uh, just right in front of the gateway. Okay. Um, you still have movement. Do you want to do anything? No. Just cry in a corner. Okay. No big deal. <laughs> what a shite fucking. Then that would make it Ligwin's turn, but he is unconscious currently. The second twi trig blight comes up and wants a little bit of that tasty treat known as Sakura that his friend's chewing on. So. Ooh, make a treat. No, he got advantage and he hit again. He hit. Um, this one's nine. That's not going to hit you, right? Okay. So that one misses you. Um, he doesn't get advantage because you already know they're there. And... Uh, no, it's not the top of the order yet. That makes it... Sorry, there's a lot of people on the battlefield right now. I think right it's Quillanen. It is Quillanen's turn. Q, 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 Q. I have a guiding bolt. I am okay. going to direct right on Belloc. Okay. Yes! I feel so confident. Come on, Sita. I feel you. You can see some smoke starting to rise from the brush near the, the Goltheus tree. Okay. You're being evil. Goltheus? I mean, you should take this black one. Yes! Vocal and what's S? Somatic, so moving your. Okay. Casting your arms in a magical okay. manner. <laughs> I'm going to cast my arms in a magical manner. Beautiful! Be true. I have a guiding bolt that I am going to streak towards a creature of my choice. Okay. Um. Alok? Meet Shanti. <laughs> I call upon the goddess to guide my hand. Roll it in the box. Roll it in the box. Nine. Same. Okay, plus your spell casting modifier. Five. Fourteen. So fourteen is okay, and what does the ability do? On a hit, the target takes one D six radiant damage. And the next attack made against this target before the end of your next turn has vanished thanks to the mystical something light glittering on the target until then. Okay. So uh, roll the d6 damage of radiant damage. Yeah. Wait, did That's you hit? six in front of you. This one? Instead of the purple one. It's six. Yeah. Oh my god, get high scores. He might be dead. Well, she rolled a Five. nine, and then she re-rolled a nine, and then I rolled, and it was a nine. So five is the damage? Yes. Okay, so it impacts Belloc in the chest, and you just see this light sort of roll over him, and he sort of lights up like a beacon. <clears throat> yes! 
You okay. raise your you raise your hand up. You still have a, a, a puncture inside you. Oh yeah, this other dude. I don't give a fuck. Um, <laughs> we will all heal after this. We'll take a good nap. Uh, Rook, <laughs> you have the highest. You have the, like the perfect passive perception. You actually can see um, another enemy entering the fray, uh, climbing down from a, a little broken edge of the the uh, wall where he seemed to have made his home, and you see a little set of large lips uh, stick out of the wall and open up and a tongue comes darting out at uh, at Sakura. It's just the snake thing that's making these fucking holes? Well, appears so. Really? You introduced a new fucking enemy at the almost end of combat? It's a demon of the underworld from the black blood of the earth. So what's the 4d6 radiant damage on the new Bella? 4d6? Well, I, think I thought so. it was 1d6. Well, I said 1, but now I look at it, it looks like 4 because... I think for a level 1 spell, that's a little... Yeah, it's a 1d6. On a hit, the target takes 4d6 radiant damage. Right. And Let me see. Next attack... I'll have to look at that. Uh, yeah. It that's... says it right on there. It's in the first part of it. Oh, it is so 4d6. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled 3 more then. Is that I get to roll more than the one five? Yeah, you roll that three more times. Okay. So, so five, five plus 11. six. That's a super plus OP five. level one uh, evocation spell. Uh, so it's a 16 one more time. 17 damage. 17 damage. Okay. Oh, um, I feel like dead now. <laughs> you, you, <laughs> so as you release this magical bolt, uh, you actually uh, feel the earth sort of... Uh, pulse underneath you, vines start creeping up your legs and across your arm and down to your finger and start pointing out and light just uh, light illuminates the vine around you from your feet up out your hand and the bolt comes out Solar and vision. just completely goes straight through Belloc's stomach. You make, you put a hole the size of a baseball in his gut. <laughs> oh, you did? And yeah. the radiant damage continues through him and hits the tree and you see the tree, as soon as the radiant damage hits it, bursts into flames and begins to go up and smoke. And uh, the light fades and Belloc falls to the ground. Um, Drop that! <laughs> <laughs> Overkill! Yeah. Knock that ass He fell on my giraffe! No, I'm just joking. You can uh, as, as he falls to his knees, uh, Tumania is standing near him and he reaches out and puts his hand on the, um, the locket that you were taunting him with earlier. I wasn't taunting him. I was trying to evoke something in him. <laughs> and he grasps around it, and he, he he's taking uh, very shallow breaths and finally lets go of it, reaches to his hand and pulls off of his ring and just throws it on the ground and says, she's won. She's finally won. And he looks at the rock and says, I'm sorry, my love, and falls. He looks up Breathless. What? The locket. Okay, um, I grab his ring and try to see if there's an insignia on it. Okay. Because I really want to know. The ring... Are we still in combat? The, uh, well, there's still uh, some twig blights around. Okay. As well as something up in the wall. I can wait to loop the okay. scene yeah. until we're finished combat. So that's Quillanen. Thanks for not being an ninja leader. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm still right next to him, so... <laughs> So that would put it back to Sakura, Sakura. who's got now got a, uh, a, a, oh a, a tongue tongue at her and uh, a 
really need to get barbed. So you're being okay. grappled from a tongue and then and uh, punctured from one of the twig blights, and another one is trying to attack you. Like the so only, you're surrounded. Uh, you're like the only female at a college co-op party. Because uh, <laughs> I don't really give a fuck about the things that are that are near me, because I have enough people around me. I grab the tongue with my other with my good hand, and I snap because I'm assuming it has my arm, right? Mm. You said? So yeah, I grab it here and I snap and I arc it around the tongue up into. You its have mouth. to say a witty phrase. Drab a bitch. <laughs> no Frenching on the first date. <laughs> I thought you were against. I Swan don't use Rook. tongues. <laughs> Wait, more like tongue is your thing. All right, roll your dravad. <laughs> Never without my permission. <laughs> <laughs> no means no. <laughs> These are just sad tricks. Did you roll one? Oh, 11. What's your DC on? Is that does not pass your DC? Uh, 13, I think. Oh, wait, I get. Uh, oh, wait, no, that was only on the other yeah. person. So you. You, you s- guys always fuck up my hex. No, <laughs> no, when it dies, it transfers. I have to kill it. Yeah. No, you, I didn't read that. It just says when yeah, the I'm, creature dies. I'm, like, I'm positive. Oh, couple check. Unfortunately. So much double checking. Better not transfer to me because I'm the nearest creature. Well, no, I he gets to decide. Oh, okay, good. Excuse you. I can choose, and it goes day post facto. So, for the sake of your recording, um, as as Belloc dies, I choose as my bonus action to uh, cast Hex onto the serpent thing that is trying to tongue my arm. Okay. Uh, and I get a advantage. Okay. On my throw, which is now eighteen. Okay. Yeah, that's gonna hit and roll your damage. I feel like Belloc was probably the good guy, and we kept done for like even That's that ten damage. Okay. Uh, Plus you... your necrotic damage that it adds. Uh oh yeah, and a d6 and uh, That's fifteen damage. Total. Okay. Um, force and necrotic. You see, uh, sparks of eldritch, uh, eldritch energy and necrotic uh, energy start making the way up the tongue. You feel it immediately loosen on your arm. And, and I'm holding on to it. <laughs> you and, can loosen uh, up, bitch, but I got you bitch. <laughs> how, how much was your damage? 15, necrotic and force. Okay, uh, you see the the thing sort of step forward and it falls out. Uh, and as it's falling, you notice it is a giant frog. And <sighs> it falls to the ground. And as it hits the ground, you just hear a sickening splat. And it, uh, it it's, it's down. Um, and then I just... I. My next move is I turn and I stare down one of the twigs that's got its its thing in me, and I go, Ludwig. <laughs> Ludwig's passed out. Not but then out. I look over and I see Ludwig passed out, and I get even more angry, and I peel myself off of the branch, run and run toward Ludwig. We gotta get like Quill on and have uh, like you're healing. You're technically potion. grappled right now. Oh, okay. Goes through your shoulder. Got Wait, you. don't you have a healing potion on you? No. No. You have it. Yeah. Then I will. Uh, I will, I will, I will, I will take cover by using the one that's got me pinned, and I will put him so that I've got him in between the other two. So I've only got one in front of me and nothing at my back. That's gonna have to be a contested strength roll. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, where's kind of my black one? When I feel like even, I roll the black one. What is that? Is that eighteen strength? Sixteen. All right, yeah. All right, you're able to position it in front of the other one, so you're no longer flanked by them. Um, that after Sakura, then it becomes uh, Belloc's dead. 
What's actually the twig boat? Uh, 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 oh yeah, she got a 22. So she's in the bathroom, so we'll go ahead and. No, 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 you can get, yeah, you, you can get a flanking attack if you drop behind them. Yeah, I'm gonna kind of fly, drop, wait, first off, can I look and see the other creatures that were being controlled, the other humanoid things? What do they look like? Uh, sh the, the blonde, bark-skinned woman still has bark skin and dark eyes, and she's still staring at a wall. Okay, and the other one? The other one got destroyed by I the, thought there was the, three the of them, I'm sorry. Only two were in this. Okay. The third one was Balrog. Was gray man? Yeah. That's Belloc. Okay, that was Belloc, yeah. Okay, I, so I jump up and I fly. Okay. Um, uh, stand right behind them, and I just shillelagh, and then I get my shillelagh ready because I know this isn't going to kill them instantly, but I'm strewing crap and I light them both on fire. Okay. <laughs> Can you make just a, make like a brawl check for me then? What's brawl? Melee? Is it brawl or melee? I think it's melee. Um, I don't have either. So. That is just a strength check. It would just be a, yeah, it would just be a strength check. There's there's no um, martial one, yeah. modification for that unless you have like um, uh, what is it called? Tavern brawling, I think, is what it's called, or something like that. <laughs> what was it? Six. <laughs> okay, uh, you uh, tr you try and light it on fire, but it doesn't seem to be taking to the branches. They have hellfire resistance. Like what other? They're too moist. They're too. Yeah. You didn't pass their AC, baby. That's okay. All I'm okay, I have. I'll get my shillelagh ready though. Okay. So you ready yourself in flanking these guys? Yeah. Awesome. Then it is uh, Rook's turn. All right. Well, they're both. Are they both still occupied with him? Yes. Well, one of them's sort of facing too many now. Oh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna run up behind the one that's facing away from me, and I'm gonna do a sneak attack on them. Do it. With my uh, elven longsword. <sighs> Jesus Christ. Nine. And then it's dexterity, right? Yep. Uh, well, yeah, because it's a light weapon finesse. So it's 12. 12? Does it have any plus to hit for the longsword? Well, I have a 1d6 extra damage on attack because I got it damage, but okay. no, I still need um, Then, no, that doesn't that doesn't hit its arm. You clang against its, its <laughs> thick uh, wooden... Uh, Brambly armor, and it just doesn't seem to chip away at it. Okay. Um, that puts it at Ludwig's turn. Ludwig, you're still knocked out. Um, actually, I would go to one HP at this point and get back up. Okay. Per the rules. Um, so basically, every single turn of combat, you roll a d20, and if it's high enough, then you get a success. If it's low enough, then you get a failure. If uh, you get three successes and you get back up with one hit point. Okay. So uh, Ludwig stands up. That makes up more sense than what we were talking about yeah, before. Yeah, <laughs> and, and we can go over the rules at the end sure. more. But, yeah. um, uh, so, so Ludwig gets up and drags his sword behind behind him and very, very uh, painfully kind of turns his head to look at everyone to see what the situation is. Okay. Uh, currently, Quilanan is sort of uh, sort of frozen and... and, and watching you you see Belox laying at her feet and the Golfius tree just completely up in flames and, and pouring smoke towards the ceiling um then you turn and you see 
Rook, Sakura, and Tumani all engage with two large twig blades. Uh, Ludwig is going to rush over and bring his sword to play, or his new blade to play on the creatures. Um, the the first one, the closest one that is to him, one of the blights. Okay. Um, how much time has passed? Has it been more than a minute? Yes. Well, since you raged into the battle. Yeah. I'd say yes, because there was a dialogue back and forth. So I do get uh, a second rage, so I'm okay. going to rage again. And then I will swing at the creatures. Um, that is going to be a 19 to hit. That's going to hit one of them, yeah. Okay. And do, your, do your damage. Then he will do damage, like Ludwig do. Uh, that's... Uh, that's 15 damage. Alright, that'll shatter one of them. Go ahead and make your second attack roll. Alright. Uh, Ludwig uh, roars out again and says no one that I care about will die not this day not even me <laughs> not again not always <laughs> uh, so 16 to hit 16 alright that'll hit yeah make your damage one more time uh, that is going to be that's going to be 11 damage Okay. Yeah, you're finding this sword so much e like easier to swing around. It's almost like swinging around a butter knife because you're so used to just like throwing your weight around. This thing, this thing goes exactly where you want it to go and does just does so with ease. And you you splinter both of them. You, As even you with look, how injured I am, I'm just kind of like wielding it with one hand. Like, ugh. yeah. Uh, you see, uh, you basically cut off the appendage that's in Sakura, so it's she's still got a, a needle through her. But uh, you, uh, both Sakura and Tumani stand and stare at Ludwig, who falls to a knee, still bleeding pretty profusely, and uh, and looks like he's been drained of a little life force as well. Poking her twig, Sakura says, "I've always wanted a piercing." <laughs> That's the end of combat, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I'm assuming some heals want to be done real quick here. <coughs> yeah, I walk over to Ludwig and I give him a, a bottle of the blood wine that I had on my hip, and I go, I think you need to drink this. Oh, it's a hip fairy wine. Thank you, <laughs> friend snake. And friend snake. of course, Sakura takes a swig of it first and then hands it over. <laughs> Companionship. Ludwig uh, downs the entire thing. Um, this was the, the berry wine that yeah. you guys Blood. created? Yeah, so he Blood split it in half, wine. but it had the berries in it. That's and it was 10 berries? Yeah. 10 berries, so each berry gives you one hit yeah. point back. Uh, so you took a swig of it as well. Mm -hmm. You're going to recover 2 HP. Cool. Ludwig, you're going to uh, recover um, 18 HP. Oh, wow. That's good stuff. That doesn't make any sense. I rolled a 19 on how powerful it was. Okay. My my cooking uh, is apparently way better than I thought. But, I mean, it, I, okay. it was, he mixed it with wine and other things. And okay, so. I'm just saying that the, the smell yeah. of salsa is that each no, yeah. berry is He wine. also yeah, has a cast sure. iron okay. stomach. Just sure. By themselves. They, Not they, that I don't want your cage be bag. I just... Right. All right. You um, want to understand why. Yeah. Understand. It's like when you mix a green herb and a red herb. <laughs> in, in Resident Evil. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I'll buy that at a high price. <laughs> so are all our So will I. Bad <laughs> things are killed. Um, you see the tree uh, continues to burst up in smoke as well as some of the shrubbery around it. Um, one of the large branches on either side of the tree breaks off and falls outside of the... Um, of the area and starts lighting the gardens on fire as well. And with the destruction of this place, we finally get our freedom. Woo, 
freedom. Oh my god. Um, I grabbed the ring from Belloc. Okay. Because uh, I need proof that he's dead. You already had it in your hand, actually. Look, okay. Looking at all this around us, I say, there are always two fights, guys. Ones that you should fight, and I look down at Belloc, and ones you should have ran from. <laughs> Ludwig looks over the, the corpse of Belloc. Okay. Um, so we'll go into treasure here really quick. Um, yeah. Let me look up here. So, uh, as Belloc has a uh, ring, which you have. Um, Is there insignia in it? I feel like there would be something. It's actually, it looks like a pretty simple ring. It looks like it's a, made of brass. It's got a small, uh, small green gem encrusted in it, but uh, it doesn't look spectacular in any way. Oh, I was, I was thinking it would have like, like B plus I or something. No, like not even, not even an ring. insignia. No. Okay. All right. Cool. Um, I keep it just because I think it's going to be our way to show that we actually killed him. There is also the long sword that uh, the. Um, that the uh, paladin was using. I think that's yours, buddy. I think that I feel like he deserves that long sword. It's an heirloom called I, Shatter Spike. I can also use long swords. I don't. He lost a long sword. His like treasured long sword, though. That was also so, a beginning long sword. Are you are you giving that to him? Are you gift? Are you just? Uh, Ludwig is just standing there, um, still feeling a little beaten up, and Shatter kind of just. Boy. Uh, yeah, he finished chugging the wine, and uh, he's kind of leaning against the ground, and he tests out this new this new greatsword for leaning, and he realizes it doesn't quite hold him upright. So he's, like, now adjusting his posture a little bit and, like, just sits the, the sword on his shoulder. And it's sighs. so light, he just yeah. doesn't... And, 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 like, sighs a little bit as he realizes it's, like, it's not even there. And he's like, it seems okay. <laughs> it's too light. <laughs> um, so, uh, Jay, you can go ahead and add to your inventory longsword slash shatter spike is the name of it. Um, and then we also have some uh, spell scrolls and treasure here. So oh, you'll... I'm taking... I want all the spell scrolls. I drew it! Come on! Oh, I totally did write down those two oh, spell two? scrolls that you told me You had me entangle and then... Poison. Poison, like safe... Protection from protection poison. Protection yeah. poison. So you guys can choose who gets the spell scrolls. There's uh, a first level hail of thorns and a first level mage armor. Mage armor. Hail of what? Thorns. 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 I think hail of thorns should be you, Shalele, or Kualani. Yeah. Kualani. Kualani. Well, how many offensive uh, spells do you have? You only have like one or two, right? Correct. I think hail of thorns. Yeah. You do health. Thorns so. should go to you. Yeah, I agree. And then you get the mage armor? Yeah. Sure. And that yeah, way you, good for you. you can be utility and you can cast mage armor on other people if you want, or you can cast cool. it on yourself if you're going to take damage. There are two cantrip spell scrolls. One's thorn whip and the other's light. Cantrip? So... It they're, just, they're just cantrip level spells. But they're scrolls, right? So they're one time. Yeah, they burn up once you use them. They're arcane. Uh, wait, what was the, what so light whip? and thorn whip. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm actually... I'll use light. So okay. you'll take light. And then Thorn Whip can go to Quillanan. Quillanan, yeah. And then there's one level two spell scroll, Zone of Truth. What's that mean? Uh, Is that a cone of truth? It's basically you create a, a radiant uh, light of holy magic. Is it that like fairy light? Or fairy requires fire? anybody within the zone to speak the truth. Uh, Ooh, if they I fail want spell that! Spell save. I, I think that's, that's a good uh, thing to say for like... When interrogation. Inter interrogation. Well, not just interrogation, but just like storyline and plot things where we want to know what's going on. 
And then, I promise I won't use it yeah, without like, everyone's like permission. With the, mm-hmm. with the nameless lady who sent us on this quest, pop the truth of light down and be like, what's this, why this do you sh- have us fucking Yeah, this I'm thing? honestly kind of feeling like Belloc probably was the good guy. I was trying and, to save the world. And that bitch is the bad girl. I, I think Jeremy's uh, taking a lesson out of Harmontown. So, uh, Ludwig is going to test his bonds for the first time since they've been placed on him. And he's going to think to himself... My quest is done. I am free to do as I will and see if they allow him to to do so. As you do, make a intelligence saving throw for me. Uh, that's going to be an 11. Okay. Um, as you as you say that and you or you think that and you wave it in front of your head, the gem begins to thwom again as it did in your cell when you first tried to take tear it off. And it begins to thwom louder and louder and louder and louder and louder and louder. Are you just staring at it? I'm just gonna shake my head and, and then say, I guess not. Okay. And kind of like <laughs> drop his drop his head. Okay, a bit. the, the thwomming uh, ceases at that point. Uh, there's also a uh, a gem pouch with a couple different gems in it. I give them to my bird friend. Okay. Can I just throw them to the bird? Because I know he loves the shinies. <laughs> like, shinies for my bird friend. All right. Come the blonde on. lady, uh, by my command, desisted from her actions, but I don't think she was killed. She was not. She's, um, like, turned off right now. As as you see the, the Golthius tree uh, burning, burning down and more and more branches begin to fall, uh, you see the bark color drain from this woman's face, and she sort of blinks her eyes and she looks around. <gasps> no! And she says, "What's what's going on? Where where am I?" You were kept by Belloc, and now you are free. Congratulations. What of my brother? Oh, uh, oh, he did. He did. <laughs> Well, no, we're not sure where the brother is. Oh, the other guy that died was the. Is Sir... it Bradford? Sir Bradford? No, he was a paladin of Palor. I, my brother was taken away from us by the goblins. Uh, we must find him. If anything, I need to return his ring to my my mother. You have your brother's ring. I uh, look at Ludwig and I say, Ludwig, show her your ring. Why am I talking like you? I don't know. <laughs> Ludwig, Ludwig, show you your ring. Okay. Pulls off <laughs> the ring. doesn't care. He's like, yeah. Yeah, pulls go. off the ring, sits it in his hand, and shows it. Look with uh, Her eyes. eyes tear up a moment as she takes it from you and, and odds and says, thank you for saving me, I suppose. And, oh, she, uh, she looks over and uh, walks over to a table, and there is a bright red apple sitting on the table. And she picks it up. And she says, I suppose, I suppose it's time to return home. Yeah, we should probably get back to your mom. She seemed pretty concerned. What is the purpose of the apple? We, at the village, we normally pool our resources to purchase it in order to... Oh, that's the special apple. In order to cure the, the most sickly among us. It is a special apple. Uh, are there any other ones around? Is the only one. So then your payment. <laughs> Wait, I'm not. <laughs> Soccer guys. <laughs> <laughs> Elbows hurt. <laughs> and, and they thought I was bad. 
I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Whatever. You find the way out of the Citadel uh, fairly easy as it seems Civil War has fully broken out between the Kobolds and the Goblins. Oh, cool. Um, as it, as you're passing by, you can see that they, they seem to uh, blame the Goblins for the death of their dragon. Oh, great. And they're, they're just in full-on um, uh, war, so it, you find it very easy to, um, to sneak past them and, and return to the surface. Hastily making your way back along the dirt road, past the ashen plains and through the green forest, you can hear the jolly sounds of music over the hills. It seems the Midsummer Fest must have begun. The music fills you with a rejuvenating splendor that wipes away the pain and anguish of the last few days. But as you enter the town of Oakhurst, you find the streets on the outer edge of the town bare. The sounds of the players are soon melding with sounds of babble and cheer. As you approach the town center, you spot a troop of balladeers playing on a small decorated stage in the sun of high noon. All around are the villagers of Oakhurst, enjoying the music and bantering near stalls. The road carves a path through the crowd directly to the stage where you see your taskmaster. Her elegant forest green cloak swaying as she dances, giving a glimpse of her bright red robes beneath. As you approach her, she spins with a grandiose flourish, coming to a stop in your direction. Ah, my gladiators have returned. I knew I had placed my trust in the right warriors this time. Different types of kindling often produce the hottest flame. Tell me, do you have my ring? Um, I kind of fling it around to like my finger and I'm like, oh, this ring? But I hold on to it. Uh, she, she sort of smiles at you and you see her fingers twitch a little bit. Um... What's everybody else doing as, as as this is happening? I'm assuming intently watching. Like, this is the woman that's about to grant us our freedom. Ludwig uh, clutches the two-handed sword in, in both hands, kind of adjusting the grip on it and tilting his head to the right. And he says, my task is done, agreed? Agreed. And she sort of uh, chuckles a little bit. And as she does, you see the illusion start to peel away as you look down at your wrists and each of you is still wearing a single shackle from within the, the gladiator arena that each shackle has a single copper coin attached to it that falls away as the illusion dissipates. Wait, so our bracelet falls off? You still, you have a shackle around your wrist, not a bracelet. She had turned it, she had turned it into a bracelet with a gem on it. Oh, okay. But it just, it's a single copper coin that falls off and you're still wearing your, your cuff. It was enchantment material, essentially. Cool. Um, so I beat the shit out of her. Shalala! <laughs> <laughs> uh, Quilanin, uh, Rook, Sakura, what are you doing? Um, uh, I hiss and I say trickery spell. See you on the other side. I'm curious about the. It's I'm curious about the stones that were that I received from the very beginning in my pouch. Are they reactive? Make a wisdom check for me, just a straight up wisdom. My wisdom is low. No, not too bad. Eight. Okay. My hands are sweaty. You're. I'm so mad right now. You're. You're. <laughs> Your mind is is basically going uh, illusion on my wrist, 
pocket full of copper coins. Illusion of my re You're just not making the connection. I keep a hold of her ring and I say, with that trickery, I'm not really sure if you're the good guy or Belloc was the good guy. Who cares? We killed, we survived. We're stronger than they are. Stronger than her, perhaps. Agreed. She smiles at you and she says, Besides, the arrangement wasn't about good or bad. The arrangement was to bring me the ring. I just shush her, and I I just push the ring into her mouth, and I keep walking past her. Okay. Quolan, and what are you doing? When she receives the ring, are they freed? Are who freed? Us freed. Yeah, you were already freed. Yeah, you're already freed. So they, we had this bracelet that never... if we tried to take it off, it would go wah, wah, and like vibrate. And it had like a green gem on it. But as right. as he said, we're done, she laughed, and all of a sudden, none of them were uh, wearing that anymore. And actually, we never really got into this, but Quillanen would have always seen you wearing these cuffs. She was not part of that enchantment. So right. She didn't know that you guys were... were being tricked this whole time. Yeah, she okay. thought we just had like friendship. Because you guys never, never brought it up around her. You just said you had a quest. Yeah. 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 Uh, but I didn't know if the uh, the illusion was that there were <clears throat> magical shackles, and then she re removed the magic, and they still were shackled. No, they they for the, to their eyes they were bracelets with a gem on them. Yeah. But now when she removed it, there's just like a shackle with like when two we were in there. Yeah, and a copper coin. It's just like a fake. Oh, so it's just a bracelet. Yeah, not at this point. No, it was a shackle from when we were in the yeah. Colosseum. The, uh, the, the barbarian... It's just not shackled to anything. Okay. Yeah. Lud yeah. Ludwig is going to step forward and say, the name of the trickster, and stare at her. Um, okay. Yes! Introduce yourself. Going to drink. I was <laughs> like, it's been a long she, she sort of looks up at all of you and, and, and slants her eyes a little bit. And she looks to each one of you and she says, Really? I am M. Thazar. That means nothing. Sakura does like a little fluttering over her head like a bird going over. Um, so Rook, since you're not really doing anything, make a perception check for me. I'm basically just watching this change. I'm very curious as to who this person is and why she's going to be with all of you. Can I make a history check for M. Sure. Uh, a history check? Sure. Well, I want to do a history check. Oh, I, do a history check. I actually do have a knowledge. It. Anybody that wants to do a history check on that uh, name 17. for perception? Yeah. I thought you had a plus. Oh, that's for self. Yeah. 17. Six. Yeah, 16. You can't put your finger on it, but something seems really off about Ooh. this crowd. Um, I'm actually pretty good with this. Uh, I mean, she's, is she close to me? Mm -hmm. I, I beckon you over to her man right at the back, and I, I, I tell you that there's something off of this crowd. 21. It doesn't for they're not. Oh, they're not. I got 16. Something okay. wrong. I got 16 too, but I had a plus five. So, did, do you, does she make right. a persuasion check now that I brought it to her attention to see if she uh, may I, see more? I did a history check of 18 plus 8. Okay, 26. Hey. You, uh, and you're probably the old, eldest in the group. Um, you remember, so much it sort of all starts flooding back to you and you, you couldn't realize how you didn't make a connection when you heard the name Belloc, but you remember the name of a group 
many decades ago when you were but a child that was called the Seven Joys. And they were a group of adventurers that were very well known and are said to have saved the world. And what does the name Emtaha have to do with the Seven Joys? She was one of the Seven Joys. Her and Belloc were both part of the Seven Joys. She knows that, you don't know that. What's the seven? <laughs> she, 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 so she, I've just I realized this. Do I realize that too? With my 21? Um, I'm, I, I say, yeah, you, you know that she's part of this group. You, you haven't made the connection that Belloc was as well. Okay. I did or didn't? You haven't, no. Because okay. she was sort of a figurehead of the group. Um, what, so we're going to have to kill her in a future okay. episode. I already know it. So Amtaza gazes with sheer delight at the simple ring in her grasp. An unsettling smile tears its way across her cheeks as she turns toward the stage. With a flick of her wrist, the band immediately stops playing. The crowd goes silent and all turn blindly towards the stage. What happens next takes you a moment to process. The villagers of Oakhurst melt away before your very eyes. A warble washes over the jubilant balladeers and leaves behind frightened players, cradling their blood-soaked instruments in their torn and broken fingers. Almost instantaneously, corpses appear around you in the center, what? wearing the garb of the city police force. The players look at each other nervously as the elf approaches the stage, cradling their broken fingers close. She leans down and you notice a tied-up woman lying in the center of the stage. It's this she leans down to her and says, while brandishing the ring in her face, 50 years, 50 long years. She puts the ring on, seeming to admire it for a moment, then backhands the woman. I had thought to barter your life with Belloc, should my happy little minions fail in their task, but now I have little use for you. She begins to turn, but stops and returns her gaze to her captive. But it isn't dear late, my dear Vishta. We were once allies, friends even. I'd hate to waste such a talent as yours. Uh, Ludwig is going to pull out the dagger that he's been holding, and he's going to toss it to try and stab her in the back as she's I'm having this conversation. Gonna, okay. I'm also going to pull my bow. God damn it, guys. As soon as, as, soon as things start to change, I pull Can my bow. Can we pause here? Like a combat scene. Uh, let's let's go through a little bit longer. I think we're gonna find a good place to stop here okay. really soon. I'm gonna try and hit her hand. She's got the ring on. Okay. And I'm gonna try to. So you bring up pull your back. You pull out a dagger to throw. As you do, um, you feel a sting in your back. Uh, and as you uh, as you feel a dagger, uh puncture your skin and pull out uh, dealing 10 damage to you. Um, so, it, what, <laughs> like, okay, that happens. Yeah, but, like, oh, I, it passed your AC. enchanted to us still, so, like, um, uh, make a perception check really quick, Rook, before you are able to pull that bow back. God damn it. Shitty fucking rolls. Uh, so 15. 
Um, as so, you actually see behind, standing behind uh, Ludwig, for just a moment, you see a small uh, armored person pulling a dagger out of his back before he disappears in a puff of smoke. Pulling a dagger out of whose back? Ludwig's Ludwig. back. Um, Uh, Sakura catches Ludwig before he falls to his knees. What am I seeing? Okay. Um, well, you're you're probably you probably heard him get stabbed, so well, you see I... you see him sort of fall into into Sakura's arms, and Sakura's holding him up. How does that put you unconscious again? No, no. Okay. So I, I I just like fall a half step, and then Sakura I'm like the... steadies me, and then I stand back up. Oh, I'm in the middle of an action, so what am I doing? Okay. Well, what are you gonna do? Um. Well, I see that. Well, he disappears. Yep. So. I don't know. Um, well, if I lose the bow, he might stab me too. Um, screw it. I'm just gonna try to shoot her in the hand. With, okay. With the bow. Nine. All right. Fourteen. Thirteen. Fourteen. Fourteen. That is gonna hit. Make a make a damage check real quick. I did use my plus one arrow on my last one. Um, and uh, so short for 1d6. Oh my god. That hit your phone. Yeah. Roll it. Okay. Four, five, six, seven, eight. Okay. I'm going to throw my egg plant at her. <laughs> Please do, because I'm not eating that. I'm going to drop trout and see if my snake Fire. vagina scares her. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Ever seen one of these? <laughs> You're in need of a full circle. You're in need of a tentacle trim. I got like a, I got a head of Medusa hair down there, if you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, the arrow impacts her shoulder as she's moving back towards the uh, towards the stage, and you see the uh, players all sort of gasp. You also notice as you look around that. You can see the villagers of Oakhurst actually watching from the buildings around through their shutters. It looks like they've all shut themselves inside. Um, Cowards. Uh, you, as you, so you see that, and you see her turn around, and she pulls the arrow through her shoulder and drops it, and you see her pick up what looks to be a whistle around her neck, and she blows into it. You hear the crash of glass as down the road you see something fly through the stained glass uh, depiction of Palor on the chapel. You hear the chapel doors open and the sound of heavy armor hitting stone approaches. We'll pick this up next time. Hail the Void! Hope you enjoyed the penultimate recording session of Chapter 2. Just a reminder, you can show your love for the show by liking, commenting, and subscribing to the podcast, sharing it with your friends, and giving us a shout on Twitter at HailTheVoidPod. We also have some t-shirts for sale at store.hailthevoid.com. Also starting today, we're shifting our release date from Tuesdays to Wednesdays for the foreseeable future. So we'll be back next week. Keep vigilant, keep calm, and don't forget, again and always, Hail the Void.